0: Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Britton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, We're here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Practical Christian Podcast. In the last week's episode, I talked about the importance of Christians everywhere learning how to use social media to advance the gospel just like the printing press made the bible accessible to people to so many people for the really the first time in history social media has had that level of transformation on our culture and on the world that we live in and so it's up to us to learn how to use that tool effectively and to sharpen that tool so that we can really uh, hone our skills and advance the kingdom and as much as we would perhaps like for things to go back the way they were before this global pandemic hit, is just wishful thinking at this point. The only way to go now is forward. So in this episode, I'm going to share some training directly from inside my social media coaching program, Digital Missionary Academy. And what you'll learn in this episode is the five-step formula for sharing your faith online, because there are some unique things to doing Uh, social media versus in-person evangelism. And so you want to be mindful of the best tactics and the best strategies. So that way, when you do share your faith, it actually bears fruit. It's actually effective, actually sparks spiritual conversations. And when you implement these steps, when you actually implement what you're going to learn now in this episode on your own social media profile, you're going to be flabbergasted. You're going to be blown away by how well it works. So, save this episode on your phone, take notes, and most importantly, take action on what you are about to learn. So here it is, my five-step formula for sharing your faith online. Hey guys, welcome back to Facebook Evangelism, where you learn how to make disciples successfully while using the most popular social media platform on the planet. And in this video, we're going to talk about how you can actually do that. So in the last video, we talked about the approach that you should take when you go to social media and to try and decide what you should and shouldn't post. And in this video, I'm gonna give you the strategy for how you can initiate spiritual conversations with people that you are connected with. Because ultimately, when we're talking about evangelism, we're talking about taking what we have, the gospel, and sharing it with people that haven't yet accepted it yet, okay? So the one thing that you can do is share your story. That's the most powerful, most impactful, most effective thing that you can do To help someone see that, you know what? I do need God. I do need God in my life and I want what you have. I think when most people think about making disciples, sharing their faith, it can, it can become really uh, intimidating, right? Like, oh, well, I don't, I don't feel like I know my Bible well enough to answer any question that they could throw at me. I don't feel like my story is good enough. I don't feel like I've gone through enough in my life to be worthy of, you know, putting it on the internet or putting it on social media. But that's simply not true. Because every single story that you have in your life, every opportunity that, that God has taken to move in your life in a supernatural way, someone else is experiencing what you were experiencing. Someone else is going through something similar that you were. And when you share your story, you now open the door for them to see that there is a way out, that they have hope, and that somebody else can give them the tools that they need to, to figure out whatever they're going through. Does that make sense? So your story is incredibly impactful and you don't have to be a Bible scholar to tell it. Now, there are five parts to any effective story, especially when it comes to your uh, conversion story is what we'll call it, your testimony, okay? And that's gonna be the story that I want you to post first. Whether you've ever posted anything spiritual on Facebook before, this is gonna be the first opportunity for you to put yourself out there and to start using the platform to be outward focused and evangelistic. And so with your conversion story, with your testimony, the story of how you became a Christian, there are five parts. Number 1, you want to start with a hook. Now, what does that mean? So a hook is something that you would say, a question that you would ask that would make someone curious, make someone want to lean in and 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 keep hearing the rest of the story. Right? So this is be like in a movie where right at the beginning of the movie there's like this explosion and people are jumping off a boat or whatever it is and then it cuts and then it flashes back and you're like whoa what happened how do how did they get to that point point?" and you have to stay through the rest of the movie to figure out how that initial scene happened so with the hook you're going to say something that gets somebody curious to hear the rest of your story right so like for my conversion story for instance um you know i could say something along the lines of i never thought i would ever consider taking my own life and when it did it it freaked me out right that's a hook because now you're like whoa what happened what contributed to you thinking about taking your own life getting to that place in your life where you thought maybe death is a way out maybe suicide is a way out right so that was my story um and when you hear that you're like oh well what happened because you're still here so what happened So you want to think through like your own personal story and what was the turning point for you and turn that into a hook, turn that into a question or a statement that would get someone really curious. The second part of your conversion story or your testimony is your before state, right? Before you were a Christian, before you decided to follow Jesus, what was your life like? And really paint that picture because guess what? The people you're trying to reach, that's where they are. Right now. And it's important for them to see that you weren't always like you are now, that there were times where you didn't have things together. There were times where your life felt out of control, where you were irresponsible, where you were worldly, where you just gave into sin, where you were like them, right? Because if you can show them that you used to be like that, then they'll think, wow, if they can make this transformation, maybe so can I. Maybe there's hope for me. Maybe Jesus can help me after all, right? So you want to uh, take people back to the time before you were a Christian, before you were following Jesus, to really kind of set the stage for the rest of the story. And so for in my case, you know, I grew up in church. I knew who God was, but I wasn't really interested in following him. Uh, he just seemed like a, a big dude with a, a lot of rules. And I wanted to live my life. I wanted to kind of chart my own path. I wasn't interested in somebody else living my life for me. I wanted to do it on my own terms. Um, and, and so I would do anything that I could to win people's approval. I would say anything, do anything to be popular in order for people to accept me and to feel accepted and to feel like I had value as a human being, because those things were really important to me. Right. And so a lot of you watching this video can probably relate to that feeling of like saying and doing anything to feel accepted, to feel like you have purpose, to feel like there's a reason that you're alive and that you have an opportunity to do it, to continue to be Um, to have impact in the future, right? And so you want to kind of set the stage of what your life was like before. What were your struggles? What were the things that you were going through? Um, What were the the difficulties that you had in your life that you just couldn't figure out a way through or out of or around, right? And really set that stage. And then the third part of your conversion story is going to be your low point. So this is the point in the story where it takes a turn, where you decide that you can no longer do it on your own that you need help, that you need to reach out, you need someone to be there for you, to guide you and to, to, to help you, you know, through whatever you're going through, right? So this could be the low point. So for me, that was the hook was, you know, uh, I reached a point in my life where uh, I lost all of my friends because of what I had done before with, you know, doing anything and saying anything. I had I'd become very duplicitous, that I was very deceitful. I lied consistently, and so I lost a lot of friendships that way and, and, and lost a, a close romantic relationship. And, and I just felt hopeless. I felt like, you no, know, this. I put all this stock into being popular, into being accepted and feeling like I have value. And now no one sees me as being valuable. Nobody sees me as being worthy of even being a friend. And so if this isn't what it's all cracked up to be, then maybe life isn't worth living after all. Maybe it'd just be easier to end it now. Right. And I remember laying on my bed, looking up and and just thinking, like, I've never felt this down. I've never felt this depressed, this lonely, this helpless, this hopeless. Um, and I knew something had to change. That was a wake up call for me. Right. So that was my low point. And I'm sure that you have one as well. Maybe it was, you know, that that uh your your spouse walked out of the house on you, or maybe it was uh, you you lashed out at your kids and you're like, I can't believe that I've turned into a person that would do that, right? Whatever your low point is, that, sh- that vulnerability, that humanity lets people know that, you know what, it's okay to show the skeletons in my closet. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to tell somebody what's really going on, right? Because when you're vulnerable, that incites, that encourages someone else to be vulnerable, with you. Whether it's on social media or in a follow-up conversation, I'm telling you when you share vulnerably about your low points in your life, that has a huge impact. Now, the fourth part of your story is where you explain how God came through. How God reached in and plucked you out of that situation and helped get you to where you are now. And so for me that was, you know, thinking back on my life and thinking about my parents and the relationship that they had with each other and and how their marriage was awesome and all the parents of my friends had been divorced multiple times, right? That they had multiple moms, multiple dads. And I'm like, how do, what have my parents figured out that nobody else seems to have figured out in my circle of friends? And the only common denominator I could think of was God, right? That both my parents loved God more than each other. And so I started to seek somebody that could help me understand the Bible, that could help me understand what it means to follow God so I could see if this is really true, if this is really something that I can follow with all of my heart, and, and discover the life that I thought that I had, the life that I was looking for, the life of meaning and purpose that I had been eagerly wanting. And so for you, you want to think through like when you hit that low point, how did God start to move in your life? Who were the people God put in your life? What were the lessons that he taught you? What were the things he revealed to you that showed you that not only is there a way out of the darkness you were experiencing, but that there was a life to the full on the other side of that? right that you were going to have an opportunity to to fulfill your purpose that you're going to have an opportunity to discover what life was truly about and to have that that meaning and and to wake up with that hope and that excitement about the future something that you had been missing just a little bit while just a little while ago All right so that's part number 4 you want to make sure you emphasize how god intervened how god stepped in and gave you the path to follow for you ultimately to become Christian. And then the fifth part to your conversion story, to your testimony, is to let people know what life is like now. So with your conversion story, it's what was like life, what was life like as a Christian versus what was it like before you were a Christian? Um, what kind of things do you get excited about? What kind of things make you hopeful, give you faith that, yeah, like God's going to continue to work in my life and, and this is incredible and the best decision I've ever made? right? And, and explain why you think that is, how it's affected your relationships, how it's affected your family, your friendships, like your outlook on life, everything, right? Let people know like, this is where I'm at now. This is what God has been able to do. And so you're able to show people that full transformation from, I was not following God. I, you know, and what that was like. And, you know, then you hit that low point, God pulled you out of it. And then this is what happens when God works in your life. So now that you're able to tell that full story, when somebody reads that and they're experiencing something similar, and they're at that point that you were, they're like, wow, maybe this person can help me. Maybe this person can help me rescue and recover my marriage. Maybe this person can help me not lose my temper at work. Maybe this person can help me, you know, as I'm struggling with my, my purity and, and, and my addictions and those kind of things. Maybe this person can help me figure out how can I be helpful. How can I have hope for the future that the rest of my life is actually going to be worth living, right? So that's the power of your conversion story. That's the power of your testimony is that you get to help people see a possible future, a future that involves God, that involves Jesus, that involves giving their life to following God. Does that make sense? So that is super cool. And you don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to do this. You literally just have to share your story in a way that people can see themselves in. So if you follow those five parts, starting with the hook, talking about uh, where you started, talking about the low point that you experienced, how God moved in your life, and then where you're at now, you can have incredible opportunities to then open the door to have a conversation with somebody. People are going to start, it's going to get crazy. People will approach you and say, I read your story on Facebook, or I watched your video on Facebook, and it really resonated with me, or I really relate to when you talked about this because I've been feeling that as well. And that's just a little crack in the door that you can open up, that God can open for you to have conversations with people that you're connected to, okay? Now, this framework, this formula, this five-step formula for how to tell a story works with anything, right? So let's say that you uh, were dealing with a debilitating illness, and maybe you're not even through the illness yet, but there was a piece of that story where you felt defeated, like this thing was going to own you, control you, and you had no way out, to a turning point where you said, you know, God really revealed something to me. He put this person in my life. He put this doctor in my life. He he helped me to see this in a different way. And now, since he moved in my life in that way, this is what life is like now. And even if it's not perfect, even if it's not ideal, it's way better than it was before. So you can use this framework to tell any story in your life, but you want to make sure that God is at the center of each of these stories, right? That it's not about how you overcame, how you did something incredible, but how God did something, how God reached out and did something incredible in your life. Does that make sense? So, what I want you to do now is to share your conversion story. And in the next video, I'm going to show you two different ways you can do this. One involves video and one involves uh just writing out your story. So, I hope that was super helpful and that you come away with this episode with some something that you can implement right now, immediately to start bearing fruit in your life online. Now, if you wanna be one of the first new students to join Digital Missionary Academy when the doors open next week, then make sure that you have your name on the wait list. Just go to digitalmissionaryacademy.com. I'll also leave a link in the show notes for you to click and do that. Sign up for that wait list, and you can be one of the first ones to join And you'll also have an opportunity to join at the lowest price possible. So if you're not yet a member, make sure to join the waitlist. And then make sure to join next week where I'm going to be doing a deep dive into what the Digital Missionary Academy process looks like and all the things that you're going to be learning once you join the membership. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes, and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.